For years, the Indian River School District has been committed to growing its own, meaning it provides extensive training, mentoring, and incentives to student teachers, and then hires them to full-time positions once they've completed their college education. Now, the district is doing so with the help of more than $435,000 in grant funding from the state of Delaware. Next year, these grants will be used to hire 12 year-long teacher residents from Wilmington University and the Relay Graduate Program. The district has also partnered with the University of Delaware in recent years. Year-long teacher residents are college students who spend an entire year teaching in IRSD schools while completing their college coursework. The residency provides a more comprehensive student-teacher experience than a typical 80-day placement, and residents become full-fledged members of the school's faculty for an entire year. Since the program's inception, 98% of year-long interns have eventually been hired to full-time teaching positions in the Indian River School District. I'm Dave Mall, and last week I was joined by District Recruiter and Internship Coordinator Lori Hudson who discussed the year-long teacher residency program and its benefits to both the district and the participants. We were also joined by two year-long interns who talked about their experiences in the program. Those interviews are coming up right after the break. This is the IRSD Spotlight. Here now with three very special guests. Uh, first is our district teacher recruiter, Lori Hudson. Lori, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Next is our year-long teacher intern from North Georgetown Elementary School, Sammy Whelan. Sammy, welcome. Hi, thank you. And we also have year-long teacher intern from John M. Clayton Elementary School, Alex Cook. How are you doing, Alex? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, I want to start with Lori because this is a really interesting program, this year-long teacher residency program. And Lori, can you just start by just giving us a basic overview of what it is exactly? Yeah, sure. This is a phenomenal opportunity for all of our uh, pre-service teachers that um, are in college, whether it's undergraduate or graduate. We have a couple different routes that um, the colleges that we partner with offer. Um, the year-long internship is diff differs from that of a traditional student teaching setting. Most student teachers um, have an opportunity to come in one semester, and it's an 80-day placement. Some universities split that up in 40 days in one section, 40 days in another. So, for example, almost 30 years ago, my student teaching experience happened in second grade for about four and a half weeks, and then fifth grade for about four and a half weeks. And we've, we've come full circle since then. And um, we still offer an 80 day placement in one classroom, but um, Wilmington University approached us um, eight years ago, it'll be eight years. And uh, they offered a, a year long internship to their students um, for their internship practicum experience, that student teaching experience. And that's 188 days. The teacher, uh, they start the school year with a veteran 
a teacher leader in a school and they spend the entire year with them, all 188 days. They get to see the setup of a classroom. They get to build relationships with students in that classroom and really dig deep into those pre-assessments. And then they get to watch those students succeed all year long, all the way through parent conferences, field trips, um, anything that a, a regular teacher does on a daily basis. And then they get to end the year by finalizing grades and IEPs and paperwork, and they get to close a classroom down. So the experience, which these ladies will tell you is, is very rich. The learning experience they, they get, I tell them it's a year long interview process. And so we have three universities that we've partnered with this current school year, 2020-2021. Like I said, Wilmington University, we just closed or we're about to close our seventh year with that program. Um, Those folks are uh, housed at Georgetown Elementary and Georgetown Middle School, and then Relay Graduate School of Delaware. And that's a program where it's an only a graduate program. You have to have a bachelor's degree in something in order to, to qualify for their program. Um, those folks are at uh, three different locations. We have John M. Clayton Elementary, Phillips C. Shaw Elementary, and we have Millsboro Middle School this year. And it's a, an outstanding program as well. It mirrors that of Wilmington. And then this year, we were lucky enough to have the University of Delaware join us. And we have um, several folks uh, who are experiencing the year-long internship there at North Georgetown. You've touched on it a little bit, but could you get into it like a little bit more? What is the advantages of having a, a year-long placement, 188 days, over just a standard 80-day uh, student-teacher Yeah, so it's not that it's better or that it is more attractive to at an interview than the other. The experience is is actually selected by the candidate themselves. Um, For example, a lot of teachers uh, who do an internship, a traditional 80-day internship, some of them only have the opportunity to follow those kids from September to December. They leave and they really don't know how they ended their year. They don't get that that closure. Um, And that stands for the ones who actually do their student teaching in the spring semester. They come in in January and they don't really know where they started at the beginning of the year. Um, And then they they do their eight weeks and they don't even finalize the end of the year closing, if you will. Um, And they they actually leave mid-May. So they don't get to really get that feedback of, of that whole experience. The other thing that I'd like to say about the year-long internship is in the Indian River School District, as I stated earlier, we've completed our seventh year with year-long interns. The district has a 95% higher rate of all of our student teachers, traditional and or year-long. And that is because once these candidates become involved in our schools, with a teacher leader, like I said earlier, it is an on-the-job interview, and principals are are, um, observing them in a daily routine, daily basis, as well as any district office staff that happens to um, do walkthroughs or anything like that, and I think that these ladies will explain the advantages of, um, of being able to prepare for an interview and future employment with the district. And you stated, if I'm correct, that it's both graduate and undergrad students that participate in this program. That is, that's correct. In our Wilmington University cohort, it is varied. Some are undergraduate, some are graduate, some are elementary, some are middle level, some are secondary. And, and we make that work for the candidate's specific pathway. 
they want to be a sixth grade math teacher, then we make that opportunity present itself. As you know, Dave, we're in a teacher crisis and we have shortages on those secondary teachers. So anybody out there who has any background in math or science or ELA, you have the opportunity to, to go further and, and obtain a master's degree in teaching um, through one of these universities. Well, that feeds into my next question, because for the graduate students in the program, and especially those in the, in the relay program, does this represent kind of a career change for, for a lot of these candidates? Yeah, so we call that alternative routes to certification. Here in the EduSpeak world, we say ARTC. And basically, you can have a bachelor's degree in a different field. For example, you could have it in business, and maybe you spent a couple of years in the business field and, and feel that calling to teach and come back. We have a lot of students who obtain their bachelor's degree in neuroscience, um, thinking that maybe medical school is in their future. And, and once they get that diploma, they realize that they want to give back. And um, those individuals can then apply for a master's program to get a teaching certificate. That diploma will lead to Delaware licensure and certification. And then through that process, we do support them in a lot of different ways. Obviously a student teaching placement, traditional or year long, and they can further their education right here in the Indian River School District with us. Um, I know Alex will tell you her story earlier where her four year degree was in educational studies. The only thing she was missing was that student teaching experience. And she came in to sign up as a substitute. And here we have her as a year long candidate. I cannot wait to hear that story coming up in just a little bit. <laughs> it, it is a great story. We're very proud to share it. Uh, the district just got about $435,000 worth of grant funding from the state of Delaware to continue this program next year with two of our partner institutions. What exactly is that funding going to be used for? Yeah, so it's we're so proud of it. Celeste Bunning, Director of Personnel, along with our partner universities, wrote a grant to acquire that money, and it, it is specifically to fund um, our student teachers. When, when, a, when a candidate chooses to go down this path, in order to become licensed and certified in the state of Delaware, you must complete a student teaching experience, again, whether it's the traditional or year-long. The year-long opportunity, uh, the research is there. It has proven that these candidates um, come out successful, ready to go, and that the kids that they are involved with actually succeed because it is like their second year when they start. So the funding is there to support them while they are completing their student teaching. We don't have a paid student teaching opportunity in many of our districts across the state. And what this has done is this has offered through some criteria through the grant, um, this offers a stipend to those year long candidates uh, that offsets the cost of them not being employed while they are completing their requirements for their university. And the, the ladies here will tell you that it, it, it's, it's not a lot. It's not first year teacher pay, but it is something to show us that they are in it to win it, if you will. And in return, they agree to work for the district or the state for the next three years. That's a, that's a great incentive program right there. And I think the thing to remember here also is that while they are teaching full-time, they're also completing their college coursework. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. And these ladies can speak to that. Um, I know that it's a lot to juggle on their account. And what I want to add is 
here in Delaware, what we've noticed over my tenure with, with um, this position as teacher recruiter, I find that A, these kids who go off to college, there are many of them that come back home to the shore um, and want to uh, continue their, their generations here raising a family and or they go away to school and they want to give back to their community, to their school community. And so what a better way um, to invest in these teachers, these future teachers, than to allow them to do their student teaching with us and eventually uh, that pathway into a full-time teaching position. And we call that here in Indian River, we call that the Grow Your Own program. Um, and as you will know, um, again, from speaking to these ladies, Sammy is a graduate of Indian River High School. And even though Alex is not a graduate, she is a, a newcomer to Delaware um, who has enrolled her personal child into our schools and she is vested. Well, let's, let's uh, kick it over to Samantha here for a minute. Samantha is a University of Delaware senior and she is currently a year-long resident at North Georgetown Elementary School in the second grade in Bethany Flood's classroom. Sammy, you're a graduate of Indian River High School, and uh, your mother, Mary Ellen, has been a teacher in our district <laughs> for many years. She's at Lord Baltimore Elementary School. So have you always wanted to be a teacher? Has that always been your career goal? Tricky question. Um, not tricky, but it definitely changed over the course of my education. When I was younger, I would, you know, play school all the time. It's what I wanted to do. I went in my own classroom, and then... Once I started high school, I started thinking, well, maybe I'll do science or something different. But um, by the time I was a senior, I realized I just have such a love for children. And I always liked helping people, whether it was peers or younger kids. So then I just realized that was going to be the right path for me. And luckily, um, with Lori's help and Celeste Bunning and Michelle Murphy, I joined actually another program, the um, FEA program for future educators. And through that program, my senior year of high school, I really was sure that I wanted to be an educator. So it came back to teaching for you then. It huh? came back. <laughs> Sammy was also, she's being a little modest. Sammy was also involved with our unified basketball team, which was the, I know you've done a podcast on that, Dave, about the, the unified basketball team, which is a partnership between our special needs kids and our regular ed kids at the high school level. We did do a podcast episode about it last year, and that is, of all the ones we've done, that ranks up as one of my all-time favorite episodes that we ever did. That is a wonderful mm -hmm. program up there. I'm it glad was, to hear that yeah. you participated in it. <laughs> yeah, it was a great program. So we, we started that my senior year of high school, actually. Now, can you just talk a little bit about what the year-long residency experience has been like for you? You're kind of coming down the home stretch now. We're getting near the end of the school year. Um, what's it been like for you? It's, it's an awesome program, and I've said this so many times this school year, I would recommend to anybody that is lined up to do student teaching to try to get into a year-long program if they can. You start the year, you know, with your mentor teacher, and through the first three months, I was really just observing her and watching, and really, I had time to just grasp the whole school, the environment, the kids, whereas in a normal student teaching in the eight weeks, I believe, you kind of just have to go, go, go with trying to teach and get all these lessons in. But I was able to take about two months to just watch and observe and see how everything was going. And then the next two months, I started teaching math and I took over math for the whole classroom. 
And then the next two months, I took over everything for the whole classroom. So the program really lays it out nice for you to be able to slowly get your way into seeing what it's like to be the full teacher in the classroom, in a sense. I was grading and giving the assessments and everything for about two months. So the program in that sense, in terms of the layout and the time that you have to do things is awesome. And then in another aspect with traditional student teaching, you only get to see the kids for eight weeks. But in this year long, I've been with the same kids the whole school year. I've seen the growth in the children. We're doing our end of the year dibbles right now. And I was there at the beginning of the year dibbles with the same students. So I can see how far they've come. And, you know, I kind of feel proud that I've helped and I can really see the growth of the students in that sense. Do you feel that the program has better prepared you to be a full-time teaching professional than if you'd had like a more traditional, a shorter student teacher placement? Yeah, 100%. I, I definitely feel that I am ready for next year. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to be placed. Uh, we actually are, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but we just got hired in the district, all of the UD interns. We don't know what role we're going to be in exactly, but that's really good news. <laughs> that is so, great news. <laughs> so what is happening upon board approval on Monday evening? Uh, their names will go before the board uh, for pos potential positions. It'll be a to be determined as the needs arise. Yeah, so I definitely feel like um, no matter where I'm going to be placed, I'm ready for the fall because, like I said, I've been able to see everything that's happened this school year through you know, middle of the year Christmas craziness with the children to coming back after spring break and just really just seeing the whole progression of the students through the year. I feel like it's an invaluable experience. What has it been like to juggle your, your college coursework with teaching full time? Because we just talked about that a minute ago. That sounds like a lot of a lot on your plate. It, it definitely is a lot on your plate. And I know all of the year-long interns, at least at North Georgetown, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. It was, we knew we were going to have coursework along with our residency program, but we have had so much support um, from the Indian River School District side with my three administrators, um, Samantha Lohe, Corey Dutrick, and Sarah Green. They have given us tremendous support. And then also on the UD course like side of it, our professors and Jamie Bailey, all of those people up there, they're always, you know, asking us, is there something we can do? Are there days that you need off to make sure you can get everything done? Um, so that has just been very helpful. Like today, um, I'm actually at home today because we have finals this week. So they gave us a few days off just so we have that time dedicated just to UD instead of trying to juggle the children and UD and everything. Now, was it your goal to come back and teach here in the Indian River School District when you were finished with college? It was. And I think everybody goes to that. Well, I'm not sure if I want to go back to my hometown or if I want to go away, but um, I'm Sussex County born and raised and I love it here. I love the family environment. I love the community. Right now I'm actually um, an assistant coach on the Indian River girls soccer team. So I love that side of it because I played there when I was there. So it, it was my goal to be able to come back here. And I'm so thankful that this program kind of fell into my lap. Well, let's throw it over to uh, Alexandra Cook for here for yeah, a minute. Thank um, you. Alexandra is a uh, student in the Relay Graduate Program of Delaware. She works at John M. Clayton Elementary School at the kindergarten level um, with teacher Molly Abbott. 
Now, you have a very interesting story that Lori mentioned just a, a little bit before. We first met you through a substitute teacher fair that we had here at the district office. Talk about that a little bit and how it all came about. Yeah, so as Lori mentioned, I am a recent transplant to Sussex County, Delaware. I moved in August of 2019. Uh, I enrolled my son in Lord Baltimore in Ocean View. And I kind of, I knew that I wanted to get into teaching. I wasn't sure how to do it. Uh, driving one day and I saw this huge billboard advertising, looking for substitute teachers in the district. And I was like, all right, that's perfect. Great place to start. So I got all my paperwork together and I went and that's where I met Miss Lori Hudson. And that kind of just, that, that started everything for me and talking to her and um, she knew that I had uh, my bachelor's degree and that I wanted to do, I, I wanted to become a teacher. And that's when she introduced me to the relay program where I could take, you know, I, I have my, my year long internship. I take classes and I'm working on my, I'm getting my master's degree. So it's been, it's been a great, a great experience, a great meeting. And I'm very happy with, with the choice that I made. Tell us about Relay a little bit, because I think a lot of our listeners might not really know exactly what it is and how it works. Can you talk to us a little bit about, about the program? Sure, absolutely. So Relay is a program. Um, the students that are in Relay have a bachelor's degree in something like Lori mentioned. And at, as long as a bachelor's degree, you can be in this program. So I went to college in New Jersey. That's where I got my uh, bachelor's degree, came here with that. And she introduced me to the program. So basically what it is, is you get your year-long internship, which is what I have. And then in addition, you have three courses that you take. I had a class on Monday nights and I had a class on Friday. And then I had a class that would meet once a month um, on Saturdays. And unfortunately, because of COVID, everything was online, but it was, it just honestly was the best experience. I'm getting all of the pedagogy, the everything practical, I'm getting all the information. And then everything that I'm learning through Relay, I'm taking it right to the classroom. And I'm applying it right, right there in the moment. It's, it's been, been great. So when you walked into that substitute teacher fair, I bet you had no idea how things were going to turn out for you, did you? Honestly, I, it was, it was just like the ultimate, the ultimate chance meeting. And it, it honestly, and Miss Lori knows it like it forever, it forever changed my life. I was fortunate. I got two long-term substitute positions. My first one was at SDSA uh, in a fourth grade classroom. And I walked in and I had never substituted before. And I had this long-term position and I was in it and it was, it was the best experience. And then that led to a long-term kindergarten um, position, which unfortunately that was only two weeks in the classroom because then that was right when when COVID hit. But yeah, it's just it's been a constant a constant like whirlwind. But I I couldn't be happier. What has the year long teacher residency experience been like for you this year at uh, JMC? It has been the most informative, practical uh, experience that I, I I've ever had. When I was back in New Jersey, I did I had done I did. Uh, the traditional, it was a sophomore and junior field student teaching. And like Miss Lori mentioned, it was just, you know, you go in and you really don't get to see much. And it's, I think it feels like it's not as hands-on. And as Sammy said before, this experience has been like, you go into the classroom. I had time. I had like a month, two months, literally to just watch, 
to experience. And then in relay, we call it the, the gradual on ramp. So very slowly, you know, I was given more responsibilities. I started with morning meetings and then that built up to doing an ELA lesson. And then it just one thing led to another thing. And now the way we do it is like, uh, Miss Abbott will teach in the morning and I'll teach in the afternoon and I can get in the moment feedback. You know, she'll say, you know, maybe next time do this next time do that. And I can just right away apply it. So it's just been the most practical experience that I've ever had. And again, do you feel that it's prepared you to be a full-time teacher better than like a shorter placement would have? Yeah, 100, 100%. Because, and even though like, obviously the school year has looked different because of COVID, just seeing everything from, from start to finish, seeing the growth, seeing the development, um, especially at John and Clayton with the EL students and just seeing the progress that they've made and just being a part of it. And we have the two different cohorts and just, they come in and even though we haven't seen them since last week, it's like, we haven't missed a beat and they're happy to see us and we're happy to be here and just making, you know, the most of every single second. And I think, um, had it been a shorter eight week, whatever kind of position, I don't think I would have seen as much. I, well, I know being that I have done traditional, I, I didn't get to see everything. I didn't get to do IEP meetings, uh, grading, report cards, all that kind of stuff. So I've seen literally everything has been covered. And yeah, we're, get, we're getting to the end, which makes me kind of sad. But yeah, it's been, it's been a, great, a great experience. Well, uh, what's it been like for you to juggle your, your schoolwork and working full time? Like Sammy said, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, I have full support from, from Ms. Abbott, from the administration at John and Clayton. And it's just, I've learned personally a lot about time management, about chunking my relay work um, and just spreading things out so that I get so that I get everything done. Um, you know, we're in school, we come in 7.30 and we stay till sometimes 4, 4.30. And it's a very long day. And then I go home and I'm also a mom and I've got stuff with my son and it's a lot. Is it a lot? Yes, 100%. But it's manageable and it's hands down like the best experience that I've ever had. And you're obviously hoping to come back and teach in the district next year, correct? Oh, yes, 100%. I, my, my son is at Lord Baltimore in Ocean View. He had come when we were in New Jersey. He had been in the same school for kindergarten and first grade. He came here for second grade. And uh, LB was the closest to the house. And I was just, I was so impressed with the school. And he fit right in. Like, it was like nothing. Like, he, he went off on the bus and he was, he was fine. And then that kind of led me into exploring the other schools, North Georgetown, SPSA, and then being here at John and Clayton. And I just, every school that I've been at has just been supportive and concerned a hundred percent with the kids and their needs. And yeah, I wouldn't want to teach anywhere else except for in this district. Well, it's been an interesting year on a number of levels, which I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you you have your year-long teacher residency that also happens to happen uh, in a year where we're dealing with issues with COVID and that type of thing. And I can imagine things are interesting for you having two different cohorts, remote learning, in-person learning. What has it been like for you? I'm going to ask Sammy the same question in a minute, but what has it been like for you, your personal experience sort of on the ground dealing with it in the classroom? It was, it was a huge adjustment. I am in kindergarten classroom. And so we started in person September 17th. 
So we have been in person for since the beginning. It was hard, I guess, in juggling the different cohorts and organizing these kids are coming these days, these kids are coming these days. The actual, the physical classroom environment for kindergarten was different. Uh, we have all our kids at desks and chairs, which I mean, that's not really traditionally how kindergarten is. We weren't able to do um, centers and a lot of like hands-on things. But the, the biggest thing that I've learned from this whole experience, and especially just with Miss Abbott in general, is she, right from the beginning, she figured it out. She knew what to do. And she made the most of every single second. And she made it not even seem like anything was different. Well, I'm glad you guys were definitely able to make the best of it. I think a, a lot of teachers really went above and beyond this year to, to make this work. Sammy, I want to ask you the same question. What was your experience like in this sort of age of COVID for the past nine, 10 months? Yeah, so I'm in second grade. So um, like Alex was saying, kindergarten started in person a few weeks before we did. So for the first month of school, we were kind of thrown into assigning virtual work, which was crazy in the moment, I have to admit, just trying to figure out who needs to get work on what day and all of that. Getting the students to join in Zooms was extremely challenging, especially at um North Georgetown, we have a large EL population. And um, fortunately, I can speak Spanish. So I was calling families every single day. Can you please, please, please get them on Zoom? Um, so that was how it was for a few weeks. But um, we figured it out. And Mrs. Flood was fantastic in just trying to tell the kids, just come to class, just come to class. We're going to have a great time. You're going to be able to see other kids because with this COVID times, I know it's been hard for me in terms of social aspects. And for these kids, they really just need to be around other kids and people. So once we were able to get back into the schools, we were October 5th, the kids came back. I'll never forget the day. <laughs> we were so excited to have them back in the building. And we kind of just told them that first week, like, we're going to learn so much this year, but really we want you guys to have a great time in school. We want it to seem as normal as possible. Just like Alex said, Mrs. Flood, just we took what we learned and we just rolled with it. I mean, optimism was kind of our word that Mrs. Flood and I decided this year was going to be like our word to keep us going. If anything happened, we just said, OK, what's what's good? What's going to come out of this? How can we keep moving forward and learn from it? Everybody that I've talked to this year has said, you know, if you can student teach through this, you're going to be ready for anything. And Alex is shaking your head. I know we agree. I feel like we are truly prepared for anything that's going to come. Well, that's one thing I've noticed this year. This uh, just from what I've seen being in buildings and seeing videos taken in classrooms, it's amazing how the teachers have adapted and made the system work. And I, it's just been really, really amazing. I want to throw it back to Lori for a minute. Lori, give me your, uh, give me your impression of these two young ladies. Wow. Well, the entire time that both these ladies were speaking, I made a page full of notes. I am so incredibly proud of both these individuals. Obviously I um, am a proud 27 year veteran of the Indian river school district. I, I do truly believe in our mission and our goal statements of building the relationships and keeping up the rigor, both with our students, families, and staff, and, and keeping it relevant. And in my role as district recruiter, even though that's my main title, my job has evolved, as you know, Dave, over the last 
uh, seven years and serving as the district liaison for the internships. You know, I facilitate the communication between the universities and the school district. And, you know, I work to ensure that these residents have access to all of our information, right? And, and that they have the resources and the supports necessary in order for them to succeed. So even though I've stepped out of the classroom, my work with adult learners and and having them work towards their goal of becoming licensed and certified in the state of Delaware is, has been very rewarding to me personally. But to see their gratitude that that they just spoke about, and I hope you could, I hope your listeners will will definitely hear the the joy in their in their voices and and know that these are two individuals just like their colleagues. They're ready to go. We're, we're ready for them to be in a classroom. I, I made a couple notes here. I want to talk a little bit about, um, real quick, about uh, talking about the pandemic. Um, these girls did not go to school to learn how to teach online. There are colleges that will teach you to teach online. These two individuals, that, that was not their dream. And for, uh, for them to uh, be able to, to shift to this, this whole concept of online learning. I, I give them a lot of props, but I really wanna give a shout out to, to not only the district, but the people that we have working with us, our colleagues, Dave, you know, our, our teachers, the, the teachers that these girls work with, their, their mentor teachers, they took this role on, um, not because it's a little bit of a stipend, not because we need a placement, right? It is because they truly believe in the Indian River School District and they value these, these candidates as co-teachers in their classroom. It's another set of hands. It's another set of eyes. Um, but they're also, they are true teacher leaders. So I commend every single one of, of my colleagues, my teachers um, that I work side by side with. And, and I want to thank them. I, see, I get to go in, into a variety of schools a little bit more often than I did this year, but the work that they have shown and displayed this year, the perseverance and what they have been able to, to give these candidate teachers is far beyond anything that, that any other student teacher in any other year would have, would have been able to experience. And, and I just want to give um, a, another shout out to, you know, this would not be possible. None of this would be possible, number one, without Celeste, right? Without Celeste budding the director of personnel and, and the investment um, that she has in our future teachers and, and working to, to secure them, them positions. And it's a hard process to get into, Dave. These, these aren't just candidates on paper that we select. They have to go through interview processes. They have to submit some, pre, some pre-work, their philosophy on, on teaching. And um, they have to show us that they are ready to write a lesson plan and things like that. And the investment that we make in them pays off 10 times fold when, when we do hire them. So we have 16 individuals in this district right now who have chosen to take on this year-long internship between the three universities. And that's a personal preference, Dave. You, you know as well as I do, when we graduated from high school, we had a choice of where we wanted to go to school. You know, you chose University of Delaware, I chose Wilmington University, and, and we have that choice. And these ladies uh, and gentlemen that, that are in our program through all three universities, not only did they choose what was the best fit for them, but then they chose what was best fit as far as their internship was concerned. And we're lucky that uh, our district has such open arms to, to take these folks in. And um, I'm very proud of all of them. Um, I wish them the best in the future and uh, they will roll into 
a teacher position with the Indian River School District, hopefully, and, and they will succeed because of what we have offered them, our foundation here at the Indian River School District. I know things have been a little bit different lately with the pandemic, but if, um, if anybody has ever seen Lori Hudson in action at a teacher <laughs> recruitment fair, it's worth the price of admission. So anybody who's listening that may want to go to one sometime and see Lori in action, it is a sight to behold, let me tell you. So <laughs> I, do, I, I, do, I do cheer on the Indian River School District, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a Cape grad. I, I graduated from Cape Henlopen High School, um, but I am, like Sammy said earlier, I'm, I'm born and raised uh, Lewis, Rehoboth, then Selbyville. And uh, I'm very proud of all of our districts throughout the state. I think the Delaware, of course, we've, we've got our uh, illustrious leader, Dr. Susan Bunning at the lead, who obviously Selbyville High School and, and then did her, did her um, teaching here with us. I think that we have great things that are happening with the state and these girls and, and again, gentlemen, because I have a few males in this, in this uh, group, I'm excite, excited to see what the future holds for them. I am too. And Lori, I want to thank you for taking the time today to, to talk to us about this. It's been a great conversation. Hey, and if anybody is interested in becoming a teacher, they can reach out to us. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and the district website is irsd.net. Contact us one of those ways, and Lori will track you down eventually. Um, <laughs> Sammy, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I just wanted to say thank you again to everybody in the district. Um, and University of Delaware. This has been a great experience and I'm sad that it's ending, but I'm excited for what the future holds. Thank you. And Alex, thanks for joining us today. Your, your story was very interesting and uh, I appreciate you sharing it with us. Thank you so much for having me and shout out to John M. Clayton. It's been a great experience and shout out to my relay, my relay peers and all my professors and everything. Everyone's been so supportive. It's been a great experience and I'm excited for next year. That's great. Well, good luck to everybody. I want to thank Lori, Sammy, and Alex for joining me to talk about this worthwhile program. I hope we see Sammy and Alex back in our classrooms as full-time teachers very soon. On our next episode, we'll wrap up what has been an unusual, challenging, and often difficult school year by celebrating our district's accomplishments in the classroom, in the community, and on the athletic field during the past nine months. Look for that episode coming in June. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and several other podcast platforms and mobile apps. Episodes and bonus content can also be accessed by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. To search for episodes on Facebook, Use the hashtags IRSD Podcast and IRSD Spotlight. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District.